Previously on Adventure They Wrote. Under normal circumstances, the riffraff of Waterdeep is kind of kept to uh, Skullport, which is the city in Undermountain. In this version of Waterdeep, that riffraff has kind of spilled up. That's assuming that you guys can roll higher than like a six or a seven on your intimidation checks. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. Oh, snap. DM burn. Yeah. <laughs> All right, 23 is incoming. Challenge accepted. Yeah. <laughs> These stairs lead down as if they were leading down into a cellar, except they kind of just keep going. And just about the time that you would start to expect that or start to worry that maybe they do just keep going and there's some kind of magical stairs that don't have any end and this is cursed and you're in some kind of weird twisted fever dream you see a door i would like to listen at the door to see if there's anything on the other side you can't really make out what it is they're saying you can just make out random words here and there uh and it seems like they might be talking about the descending quality of Cholton meat pies in the South Ward. <laughs> Shocking. Oh, my. <laughs> How dare they? <laughs> this place is worse than I thought. <laughs> We're not doing that tiptoe thing, are we? Oh, yeah. No, this is Scooby-Doo. Like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> the Scooby, Scooby-Doo tiptoe? Definitely. You are a step and a half into the room when you recognize the drow that escaped you at Stonemast's shipwright. So you stride in, you recognize him immediately, and he recognizes you at the same time. They call it the City of Splendors, but you know that part already. What we don't know much about are the back alleys and the random hallways that lead to nowhere. Following your nose isn't always the smartest idea in this town, but when you've got a druid who can tell which meat pie is better from a mile away just by scent, you let him lead the way. What does this stairway lead to? What will we find once we kick down this door? I guess we'll find out. So yeah, it's the City of Splendors. Or, to everyone else, it's just water deep. I point, and I say, you... Do I get a surprise round on him? Yeah. Yeah, you do. His So his uh, weapon is actually leaning up against the wall next to him. Uh, and he hasn't... He's just sort of like acknowledged your existence. He hasn't made a move towards it yet. I would like to fire at him. Excellent. Roll your attack. I am aiming for his shoulder. As soon as Celine hears the crossbow bolt... She's going to swing in on the door frame and jump behind Max for an added surprise. All right. Do I have advantage because I'm surprising him? <laughs> you don't ask. The answer is always no. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, you do. And also, he's he's sitting and disgruntled with having to listen to these idiots. Awesome. Yeah, I like it. Uh, that's a 14 on the dice, so 19 total to hit. That hits. Uh, and I want to... So in my surprise, how far away are we, like, our door to him in the chair? So the room itself is probably only about 20 feet long uh, and maybe 15 feet wide. It's a room that's longer than it is narrow, and he's at the far end of it. And between you and him are the four, let's call them scallywags, because... Uh, Cat put that kind of pirate theme in my head now. So these guys are scallywags. Uh, There are four of these scallywags between you and him. All right. I'm going to do my best to get through them to him using whatever... uh, Oh, right. I need to roll damage, don't I? That's a total of 10 points of damage, and I'm going to use Fury of the Small, so 13. I would like it to be non-lethal. Please. You don't need to worry about that. Okay, good. Uh, Now, I would like everyone to roll initiative. Sweet. Yeah. Max, what's your initiative? 16. Celine, what's your uh, initiative? 22. Ah, rolling hot tonight. (laughs) Rolling hot tonight. Just you wait. Yeah. (laughs) Doran, what's your initiative? Four. (laughs) Not, Not rolling hot. (laughs) <laughs> rolling hot, Doran. It's okay. It's okay. Countess, what do you have for me? A three. Oh. 
Beatcha. I said, no, hold on. Did you hear me when I said roll initiative? <laughs> because you might have thought I was saying roll an intimidation. <sighs> I wanted to make sure that you... Oh, hey, you rolled the hard. right... It's not who goes first, it's who goes last. <laughs> That's true. That's true. All the goo. Yes. Because team, team wipes are uh, often like that. Uh, Gilly. Gilly got a 14. 14. Yeah, Celine. So you get to go first. So you've you've flipped into the room uh, acrobatically, mm-hmm. and you see uh, what I described before. You've got this uh, this room with four scallywags in it, uh, and the drow uh, at the far end of the room with a crossbow bolt sticking out of his shoulder, uh, staring murder daggers at Max. Uh, so before I make any attack, do I recognize any of the scallywags? No, these are very run-of-the-mill scallywags. Okay. <laughs> these are the kinds of scallywags you would get in bulk at Costco. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> Value deal. Okay, I am going to take both daggers, because why not? I can throw two. So I'm going to try to hit the drow. The first dagger, I would like to aim for his other shoulder. And the second dagger, I would like to go directly towards his heart. All right, roll attack for your two daggers. That is a 20. <laughs> nice. A natural 20? Like a no, critical it's, hit 20? It's, it's okay. a, with my plus four. A 20 hits. So that's going to be five for the first dagger. And one for the second dagger. (laughs) The second dagger misses. Didn't even scratch him? Just like a little scratch. Glanced. No, the second dagger flies through the door next to the drow, and you don't even hear it land. (laughs) It just kind of like descends somewhere into Undermountain. Oh. Where (laughs) an adventure will maybe find it decades from now. It's a good thing it wasn't my silver dagger. It was lost from memory and then reclaimed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Max, your turn. All right, there are four thugs in between us and the drow. And there's there's a door on the other side? Yes, next to the drow. He's standing next to a door. Max is going to use nimble escape in order to get past the four thugs in front of him so that he can close the distance to the drow and get between the drow and the door. And uh, I will draw my rapier and I will, yeah, I'll, I'll, give, him a, I'll give him a slice with the, uh, with the rapier. That's a 14 to hit. That's a miss. All right. So I'll swipe at him, but at least I'm in the doorway. Gilly, good night. Your turn. Okay, uh, Gilly's going to go ahead and bound into the room. It looks like Max is already engaged with the drow, so um, I'm assuming he's pretty much got that. Um, and uh, Celine's uh, in the room as well, so yeah. I'm not too worried about the drow. Um, so uh, instead, what I'm going to go ahead and do is try to work on the other thugs. So as Gilly moves up, um, he'll kind of... He'll kind of scamper uh, along the side, uh, you know, kind of winnowing his way through, uh, you know, the whole uh, corridor, you know, bypassing the Countess and everyone else and Doran. Um, And then uh, he'll draw his uh, sword from his cane and he'll go ahead and fly into the fray. What I'd like to do, Fletch, is I'd like to engage as many of the thugs as I possibly can. So as many of them as I can get get within melee range of, that would be preferable. So you want to put yourself in in between as many of these guys as possible. Sure. <laughs> um, I, I think, honestly, the way they're arrayed, you can probably get between the four thugs and, and be able to engage all four at the same time. Great. Sounds great. I'm going to go ahead and uh, stab at one of the thugs with my sword cane. I'm going to hit uh, armor class 17. That'll definitely hit. Okay, uh, great. Uh, so he's going to take uh, five points of piercing damage. And then uh, I'm going to go ahead and use... I'm going to spend one of my uh, key points, and I'm going to use a flurry of blows. And I'm going to 
continue to strike at the thug. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming he didn't go down from the first attack, so... He did not. Nope. All right. I'm going to go ahead and bring one of my fists down uh, uh, like a hammer, uh, trying to connect on his leg. I'm going to hit AC 20. Yeah, that'll hit. Seven points of bludgeoning damage. He is still up. I'm going to go ahead and attack him another time. I'm going to go ahead and just kind of lash out with my foot. Kind of hit him in the shin. And uh, I'm going to hit AC 14 on that one. That'll hit. Uh, Five more points of bludgeoning damage. He doesn't look happy at all. Hey, uh, (laughs) you know, you can always just, you know, surrender right now. It's easy. He chooses not to surrender. And he swings his short sword at you. And he hits. Are you sure? Did your AC change when you leveled up? No. (laughs) No, it didn't change. Yeah, then he hits. Uh, Four damage. Okay. I will take that. One of the other thugs goes. Misses. Uh, One of the thugs towards the back of the room actually decides that he is going to help out his boss. So he's going to accrue an attack of opportunity from you. Gilly. I'll go ahead and uh, stab out with my sword cane. Uh, I'm going to miss with that attack, though. I hit AC 9. Okay. So he takes a swing at you, Max, and misses. And the last thug, the last scallywag, uh, swings a, a big club at Gilly and critically misses. <laughs> and this is why you don't buy discount scallywags from Costco. From fantasy Costco? Because they're all terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, from fantasy, from Waterdeep Costco. They're just no good. You gotta go straight to the store, so you gotta go to Garfield the Deals Warlock. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) cross-branding! And then our friend... Give us that sweet, sweet sponsorship money! (laughs) Our friendly neighborhood drow goes. He snatches up a longsword from the the wall next to him and engages Maximilian Murphy, looking to avenge the the crossbow bolt. And I think just one stab wound, right? Not multiple stab wounds. Uh, I slashed at him but didn't hit him. 18 to hit your armor class? Did your armor class change when you leveled up? It did not. That hits. So he hits... For 11 damage. Oh my god. Opening a long, deep cut. Uh, you're gonna regret that. We don't wanna we don't wanna ugly up that face anymore. <laughs> Goblin guts. Um with the bad guys out of the way, it is time for Doran to go. Now you guys probably didn't hear this as the door was screeching, but Doran made a very similar <laughs> noise at that time. <laughs> <laughs> and as he was screaming, he's turning himself into a giant spider. Um, so I don't know how wide the staircase is. Um, it's wide. It's not. It's not wide enough for you to fit widthwise, but you can like climb along the wall. Okay. Well, that's that's good. Because I'm now a giant spider. I was hoping for a cartwheel spider. Cartwheel spider? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Dorian is going to be performing his signature spider move, <laughs> crawling over. I wish I, I wish I could hire that animator right now because there's so many fun Doran cartoons I want to make where he like screeches and turns into a spider whenever he's scared. <laughs> <laughs> spider no, spider no. <laughs> Cartwheels into battle. I love it. Okay, so a giant spider leaps into the room. Well, he does the signature because before, remember in the the boat, he kind of leapt, he kind of crawled out of that hole. Oh yeah, he's doing that except over the countess since she was right in the door frame. <laughs> Sorry, Countess. You thought the dog was bad. The Countess sort of like, yeah, I know. She straightens her hat and just like sort of looks up. How tall is this uh, this twenty foot room? Um, it has. Uh, I think your pretty typical dungeon height ceiling, which we will call ten feet. Ten feet feels pretty typical for dungeon height. Well, even though it doesn't help too much, Dorian is going to crawl right on up there. <laughs> and he will go right to where the, before the ruffians are and shoot a web at the drought. Ooh, excellent. 
What's interesting is while Brad is performing these antics as a giant spider, I am watching a giant spider crawl across my map of Faerun. <laughs> Fate? I think so. Yeah. No. Yep. Destiny. He is he is easily the size of Waterdeep. Not there yet. <laughs> um, that's a seven to hit. A seven to hit is a miss, unfortunately. That is unfortunate. That's all I can do. But what does it sound like? Thwip. <laughs> it sounds like... <laughs> when you shoot webbing out, it goes thwip. <laughs> oh, that's true. It does go thwip. Everyone knows that. Mm, it's not as fun. Thwip. <laughs> Countess. All right. The Countess is straightening out her hat, um, and she looks over at the drow and says, Oh, I see. It's the one who got away. And she... Um, just sort of twinkles her fingers at him and a flash of light streaks out towards him and she's going to cast Guiding Bolt. That is a natural 20. Ooh. And... and, Suck it, drow! um, And may I I just say that this is 5d6 damage? Yeah, I guess. What was it about the one that goes last again that we were talking about? What was your crit rule again? Uh, yeah, what's the crit rule again? <laughs> you get to you get to roll the damage dice, the base damage dice again. Oh my god! And then, so and, I get to roll <laughs> ten times. So is it a is it a ra- it was an attack with a spell? Yes, it's one action. Uh, it's not a saving throw, right? It was an actual attack you made. It was an action. Yep. An attack. Yep. Yeah. Then you roll ten d six. Yeah. <laughs> That's how Suck it works. It, Drew. That's how it works. You roll all you roll you roll all the damage dice that all the damage dice again. <laughs> so I'm rolling so I'll roll ten. Yeah, how many six sided dice do you even have, Kat? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to like I have one. I would be I would be lost right now. Oh my word. I have nineteen in front of me right here. I have five, so I can roll those twice. I think we need to get Cat another set of Seven, dice is really eight, what we're like plus, learning here. Uh, 12 is 20. <laughs> That's my first five. And then it's 8, 12. That's 20 plus 5. So that's 45 damage. Okay. And that's radiant damage if it matters. It, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't matter. And... And simply because uh, everyone here seemed to want this this bloke alive, she's going to um, not completely turn him into goo. <laughs> the problem is you did you did more than <laughs> double. <laughs> oh no, he's dead. He's real dead. Oh, yeah. No. yeah, that's dead. Oh no. So he's, what happens he's, is he's like, what happens is cat. Goo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's definitely goo. So <laughs> what happens is your guiding bolt punches through his head like one of those BBs at a circus at a fair through the sheet of paper and just keeps on going and then Two or three seconds later, his head pops like a melon and showers Max and the the scallywag next to him with viscera. Oh, that's exciting. No, not again. So I like you. <laughs> I was looking forward to another message. <laughs> oh, God. I know she she just says, I don't like it when things get away from me. I'm glad you're on our side. Jesus. Uh, and then (laughs) yeah actually Kat the scallywag closest to you just kind of drops his club and like puts his hands up in the air and goes I'm so sorry well you ought to be I'm so I'm so so very sorry you are he lays he lays down on the ground and just keeps saying that he's sorry over and over again. Yeah, no, okay. Oh, good. 
The scallywags poop themselves. We know that's the next step. And the rest of you are... How sorry are you the rest of you lot? They still look like they want to fight. Oh, I see. We got some intelligent scallywags here. <laughs> they're, the di- they're the discount ones. What do you expect? <laughs> These are the scallywags, you guys, that you buy like as you walk into Costco. It's not like the, the ones that they have all the time, even. It's like the seasonal scallywags that Costco got like a really good deal on and just needs to get out of there as soon as possible. So they put them right up by the door. They're the, like those impulse buys. You walk in, you're like, oh my God, scallywags. <laughs> I need to put a few of these in front of my door. <laughs> Celine, it's your turn again. You've just watched. How do I even follow that? The Countess once again <laughs> immolate a person. I almost feel like I should just like start mocking them or something instead. Just like. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, Countess again? What should be the note that I write when we're done? Yeah, ugh. I I can't do Thunder Wave because Max is close to them. Please, please no. <laughs> no, I won't do that. Uh, <laughs> and, Max, plug your ears. <laughs> no. Maybe get off the... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not again. <laughs> this goblin-sized suit against the wall and nothing else. Can I get close enough to make an attack with my rapier? Oh yeah, definitely. There's so there are three there are three scallywags that look like they still want to fight. Two of them are currently engaged with uh, Gilly. Mm-hmm. One of them is engaged with Max. The fourth is lying on the ground in a puddle of. I mean, it's. I want to say it's urine, but it's both. It's both that he's in a puddle in. <laughs> Gilly has severely wounded one of the scallywags with which he is engaged. Yeah. I think I'm going to go after the one that's um, engaged with Max, just because Max has taken some damage. So I want to help him out a little bit. That'll give me a sneak attack. Mm Mm-hmm. Ah, poop. That is not enough. (laughs) It would be... Yeah, that's a nine. That is a miss. It sounds like Talia is rolling a magic eight ball. <laughs> it's so loud and like it thunks down on the table. Yeah. <laughs> thud, thud, thud. <laughs> Try again next time. I'm using a, a nice mat to like damper it too. I think that is probably part of the problem. It's like reverberating. <laughs> yeah, it's like loud and huge. Like <laughs> boom. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's metal dice. Oh, yeah, that'll do it. It's got its own, like, base, right? Talia's rolls have a subwoofer. (laughs) Okay. The authority behind them. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Max, your turn. Uh, You need to clear the goop out of your eyes before you go. Yeah, as a bonus action, (laughs) I will clear my sight. Um, He doesn't even know. And then uh, the one that that is now engaged with Celine is going to get a little bit of my rapier. So that is a uh, 14 to hit. That hits. 14 hits. Excellent. Uh, All right, so that's 1d8 plus some d6s. (laughs) That's uh, 6 and 6 and 1. So 13 total damage to the thug. All right. Our scallywag. He doesn't look happy either. Gilly. Your turn. All right. Well, I still have uh, my scallywag on me here, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, start up by, uh, uh, you know, flicking my uh, blade uh, at him. Oh, it's going to miss. That's uh, like a seven. That's a miss. And then uh, I'm going to take a bonus action again, and uh, I'm going to bring uh, one of my hands back across his face. Uh, going to connect with AC 23. Oh, yeah. He's going to take seven points of bludgeoning damage from that. He goes down. Great. Then I uh, turn and I bring my um, my other hand, uh, which is holding the sword, uh, in and kind of just use the elbow and just kind of swing it along to the other guy's ribs. And I'm going to hit AC 21 on that one. And that's going to be for five bludgeoning damage. Excellent. And so there's, there's still... Um, 
the one scallywag that's engaged with me, I drop one. Um, and are there any other scallywags up yet? One engaged with you, one engaged with uh, Max and Celine. Great. Okay, good. Uh, and now the scallywags go. Uh, Max, the one, uh, he uh, swings a hammer. He's got a big hammer. Like, is it like a carpenter's hammer? You just, But it's just big? It's just a tack oh, hammer. God. But it's like a big tack hammer. It's just a tack hammer, but it's gigantic. <laughs> if an orc... If an orc commissioned a tack hammer, it looks like that. Yeah, it's like a giant version of it. It looks like a, a novelty version. It's like the size of the one you take at the fair to try to hit it to see if you can make it go all the way to the top. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but a tack hammer. Uh, he hits AC 17. Little did he know he brought, bought the rubber one, though. Big old squeak sound. Right. Yeah. It does one point of bludgeoning damage. <laughs> uh, it does five points of bludgeoning damage to Max's <laughs> goblin face. Ow, ow. Again with the face. Can goblins get black eyes? Indeed. And then uh, the, the last scallywag not... The scallywag that hasn't gone and is not laying in a puddle of his own excrement uh, attacks you, Gilly... And misses because he's terrible at his job. <laughs> Doran, Spider Doran. Doran is going to maneuver himself towards the scallywag that's on Gilly. Nice. <laughs> trying to flank and get above advantage on him by attacking from an odd angle. I I think Gilly's a suitable distraction anyway. Yeah, I'll allow it. That's fourteen to AC. That hits. Oh yeah. So six piercing damage. And nine poison damage unless he saves on a DC something. DC eleven. I wouldn't worry about it. This is the this is the scallywag that hasn't rolled over like a six this entire time. <laughs> and then he rolls a nineteen. He saves against your poison damage. <laughs> so he takes half, so another that's um Four poison damage. I love the idea. Like, imagine how horrific this is for these guys. They're probably just like rented thugs, right? This drow is like, come watch this door. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. And then this group bursts in and explodes that guy's head. And then a giant spider reaches down and starts like ripping this guy apart and poisoning him. That's what they get for smack-talking Chilton meat pies, though. (laughs) I suppose. That is what they get. That is what they get. That's true. That's true. I mean, the Countess doesn't appreciate them, but she appreciates that the rest of her uh, investigation group does. Yeah. As you you burst in, like the line was, you know what? I think, honestly, most of them are chicken now anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Countess, your turn. Uh, the countess is going to step uh, in uh, into the doorframe and sort of lean into the doorframe and say, uh, is it getting hot in here? And snap <laughs> her fingers and cast uh, Sacred Flame on the one that has been beating up on Max. Okay. And it, it needs to make a dex saving throw. He does. Just me, then. Celine, your turn. All right. I am going to heal Max. Healing word. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to hit him first, and then I'm going to do it as my bonus action. Okay. Uh, so roll your uh, roll your attack first. All right. So going back with the rapier. 15. That hits. And that is 10 damage. He goes down. Rolled an 8. Nice. Right. All right. I'm just going to go with the classic I put a spell on you this time to heal Max. I put a spell on you. So 1d4, you're getting 8 back. Wonderful, thank you. You are welcome. Max. So the one in front of me is down? Yes, uh, there's only one more scallywag up. He is engaged currently with Gilly. Uh, I'm going to say to him from the doorway, um, you can continue to fight or you can tell us what we want to know either way. Your choice. Does he look like he is going to acquiesce to my request? Uh, roll a persuasion check. <laughs> That's a four. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not very persuaded. He does not look like he's going to acquiesce. Oh man, it's 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 the boat all over again. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's all all fours. You're just like, uh, uh, I feel uh, like give it up. 
No? Okay. Okay, <laughs> fine. Uh, then I will uh, flip out my hand crossbow and uh, fire. That's uh, going to be a 13 to hit. Miss. Uh, do I get advantage because he's engaged with Gilly? Gilly's very distracting. No. <laughs> All right, that's a, then that's a 13, and I, uh, <laughs> I, I'm i going to say that it plinks into his armor and not into the vital organs that I was aiming for. I'm going to say it misses him entirely. How does that sound, Jason? You're the DM. How does that sound? I am the DM, and don't you forget it. And then, uh, <laughs> let's see here. Buster. Buster Brown. Don't you forget it. <laughs> oh, man. I forgot about that because... I wasn't looking at it at the time. Next time, I will remember to use my insightful fighting. Um, yeah, I've got nothing that I can do. So I'm just going to uh, sit here and lick my wounds. Aww. Gilly, it's your turn. Well, he's not acquiescing, is he? He is not. All right, well, then I guess we're just going to have to do this the hard way. Uh, Gilly's going to go ahead and stab with the sword. Flicks his blade over in his direction. AC 18. That hits. Gonna take five points of piercing damage. He goes down. All right. Uh, that's uh, that. Actually, that would be. Um, I would. I would be probably hitting him then with like the flat of the blade or oh, yeah, yeah, something yeah. like yep. that. So he's. In, he, I knock him unconscious. Yes. So you have three unconscious scallywags, <laughs> one blubbering and conscious scallywag, and one in a puddle of goo. in a puddle of well goo is. I, th- I think goo would have been better. Partially, like, <laughs> most of his head is goo. Yeah, most of his head's goo, but the rest of yeah. it is okay. Yep. I would like to make sure that these doors are shut. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still going to put my tail in what goo I can find, and I'm going to write on the wall, you should have listened. The the scallywag that's still conscious sees just, you and just like goes, oh, God, no. <laughs> I'll go stand next to him. Find out what he knows. When I'm done. Mm, yeah. You, you, you do you do clean that tail every night, don't you, Celine? Uh, I got some whiskey sometimes that'll, you know. He just makes a screwed up looking face at her. Yeah, I know. The Countess, <laughs> the countess is like, what a waste. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, that's a waste of good whiskey. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't drink the whiskey afterwards. You oh. guys are just assuming all of these things. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. I'm a goblin, and that's weird. Oh. <laughs> Demon. <laughs> and now you know what a spider looks like. And freak out. <laughs> now we really know. <laughs> Again, there's, there's sweat brimming down in the spider's forehead. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I can't. I can't mm-hmm. wait until we have like artist fans that draw these yeah. things for us because I want to see like Doran's freaked out spider face. <laughs> Hashtag yes. spider sweat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh. How do you so how do you proceed? I want to know what this blubbering mass knows and I want to make sure that we thoroughly go through this drow's belongings to find out what he's got on his body. Dorn will just post up near the door as defense. You just put now. a web in there so no one can even come in. They just get stuck. But then you guys will too. <laughs> <laughs> a search of the drow reveals a, a fine weapon. The long sword is uh, very exceptionally made. It would provide a plus one bonus to uh, attacks and damage made with it. Well, we should probably collect that. Does anybody use a long sword? I can. Why don't you take this? All right. Thank you. It's about my size, <laughs> like literally. <laughs> I'm just going to set it next to him just so that it makes him feel a little bit shorter. <laughs> Lean on it a little bit. Hey, thanks. <laughs> um, uh, other than that, he doesn't have any anything on him. He does have, however, another of the signet rings uh, that you found uh, on the last one. And he has a, and it has a tree, a uh, symbol of a tree. Uh, roll a perception check. Uh, that's a 16. Yeah, it has a tree on it. Excellent, thank you. Will Max pick it up? Yeah, yeah, I'll grab it. All right, let's find out where the scallywag knows. The countess would like to give, uh, would like to back up whoever is going to do the interrogation 
and just sort of try to look intimidating um, next to next to whoever is doing the interrogation because she feels like this particular scallywag is probably very frightened of her specifically. That would be a pretty accurate assessment. <laughs> I think I'm going to do the same and just stand on the other side, kind of like leaning over, but with my tail like swishing next to him. I'll take I'll take lead on this. Max will Max will walk over, <clears throat> and I'm going to look at him and say, "All right, you saw what happened here." Answer our questions about what we want to know, and we'll let you go. Yeah, yeah, man. I uh, okay. I'll tell you whatever you want. Just don't do the thing where my head explodes, please. I think uh, I, I think you'll be fine as long as you answer our questions. So, uh, our recently beheaded Drow. Um, who is he? And why are you working for him? I don't know what his real name is. We just called him Knock. Okay. Max will show him the signet ring and ask, what does this mean? I don't know, man. He just wore it. Like he's married? I think we're all married to our work. That's uh, that's that's for sure. When were you hired? Like a couple weeks ago. What was the job? Sit in this room, man, and make sure locals didn't come down here. How often did you see Knock? Like once every few days. Did he mention any business on the docks? He, uh, he didn't really have a real high opinion of us, and so he didn't really talk about his work very much. Do you know who he reported to? No. Are you going to talk about this with anyone else? I... I'm going to do what my dad wanted me to do and be a butcher like him. I'm not going to do this anymore because when you're a butcher, heads don't explode. People heads. People heads don't explode. Um, what is the name of the butcher that you're going to be working at? F*** you, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> we got to know where to find him. <laughs> I got to know where to I got to know where to find him. And how much of a discount are we going to get? <laughs> Do you enjoy Chultish meat pies? Yes. The better question. Upgrading those meat pies. Here's 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 what I want to know. <laughs> what do I got to do to get the right kind of meats to make these meat pies even better than what they are? I do now. Whatever you Finally, say. Finally, the interrogation was the right way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want. He says uh, the the name of the butcher shop is Mananannies. Okay. The the countess would just like to. Um, I think what she's going to do is um, come over and sort of show that she's wearing the other signet ring. Because mm-hmm. the implication was, I don't know, he's married. Um, and she's just going to look down at him. Now, you, you wouldn't want to speak about this business, would you? He says, oh, God, no. I don't suppose you could tell us who else came through here? He says, uh... Other drow. He says... Yeah, there there were some other drow and some guys, just human guys, and maybe like I don't know, other guys too. They all wore like black cloaks and red cloaks, and I didn't really see any faces. Nock was the only one who would ever take his hood down. The Countess is going to pull out the the necklace that she has from the Thrice Tusk Brigade and show that to him. Anyone wearing? anything like this. He seems confused. He says, uh, not that he ever saw. Okay. Celine's gonna kind of lean down over him, because I assume he's still on the floor, right? He hasn't moved. Yeah, he's sitting up now. Okay. It's squishy. What's so special about this room that you had to sit here for two weeks? I don't know. Nock just said, keep keep the locals out. If, if the locals, if any locals wandered down to uh, you know, knock him around a little bit and send him up. Do you know what is beyond that door? Uh, he says, uh, no, knock, knock told them that if they ever walked into that door, he would kill him. All right. Go be a butcher. He gets up and, and squishes his way out of the room. Before he leaves door and I'll wave to him and say, thanks for the information, friend. Which comes more. I was like, <laughs> 
<laughs> he squishes. He squishes faster. You hear him running up the steps like. <laughs> Giant spider above his head on the way. <laughs> Maybe we are a little too hard on him. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> Maybe. Best that he's on the straight and narrow you know. now. Yeah, I think so. Oh, come on, Max. Even I have a heart. <laughs> True. It does really suck that we can't talk to the drow, though. And he's going <laughs> to... Max is going to slowly turn his gaze to the countess. Yeah. <laughs> like the big eyes. Yeah, and then the countess, her eyes are just going to wander up to the ceiling. <laughs> Very innocently. It's rather a mistake, I suppose. I, I can assure you I was attempting very, very much to um, keep him quite whole and alive. Um, I did, I did, I did let the spell, um, uh. you know, get a hold of, of me. And, you know, I, I must reiterate, though, I, I'm not quite a, quite a fan of um, letting things get away. And, well, you know. I get it. That's what happens. All right. Well, it looks like it's... Uh farther down the stairs for us tonight. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, well, let's, uh, I guess there's only one way to go from here, right? Let's either back up the way we came or through the door. Do you suppose we could lock this door? Behind us, I mean. Given enough time, Dorn could web the door. The one to the street? Yeah, the one to the street. There is a, uh, there's like one of those, there's like one of those boards that you can put across it. From the inside, yeah, you can. We can bar it with this here. <laughs> oh, wonderful! Do we? Uh, do we want to take a short rest before we head farther down? Sure. Asks. Yeah. The the goblin who had more than half of his hit points <laughs> taken away. <laughs> sure. I gave you some back. Oh yeah, no, you did. It was that was wonderful. <laughs> if we're gonna take a short rest, uh, Dorian will turn back. Yeah, Gilly sits down on the floor, uh, on a clean spot in the floor, and uh, starts to unpack his uh, his lunch he brought with him. <laughs> He's got a little ham sandwich in there, and uh, and a, a couple of scones, one he found in the Countess's purse earlier. Weren't they sitting at a table? There are like some mats on the ground oh. and stools. Did they have any furniture in this room, like tables to hang out at? Nope. They were just kind of centered around each other. I rolled a uh, rolled a seven on my my hit dice. Yeah, I'm gonna heal up too. I'm gonna heal up too. So uh, I'm uh, I'm back up to full. Dorian will take a, a seat at a stool and eat a meat pie from his backpack. Suddenly, Celine has lost her appetite. Mm-hmm. That's what makes Celine lose her appetite. It's not the the <laughs> viscera and like tail blood whiskey. <laughs> Lizard meat. <laughs> I didn't know you brought any meat pies there, Doran. They're not hot, but they're still good. Here I am eating this ham sandwich like, you know, <laughs> like a commoner. <laughs> I think while everybody else is taking their break, um, after I've sat for a few moments, I'm actually going right. to rifle through the other scallywags that are no longer alive. Or unconscious, I should say. He pulls out another one, tosses it to Gilly. Hey, thanks, man. Uh, you really don't find anything of value at all. Not even something for my charm bracelet? Gotta, gotta keep your constitution up. As he looks over at the wall. <laughs> I don't want to think about <laughs> what you would find interesting <laughs> enough to put on your charm bracelet. Just picking out uh, their teeth. <laughs> yeah. This guy's got a bunion. No. If they're all <laughs> unconscious, then we probably need to deal with them. Mm-hmm. Anybody got any rope? <laughs> I think we tried this before. <laughs> what if we just take the scallywags and put them outside the door before we bar it? They're not going to want to come back anyways. Oh, perfect. Okay, uh, short rest is done. Uh, healed up. Scallywags have been evicted from the room. What's next? Down we go. So, Max, as you approach the doorway, that uh, the drows headless corpse is now uh, next to uh, you realize that your dark vision uh, does not penetrate the darkness of this doorway. Uh, it seems to stop right there. Okay. Um, and if I 
hold up the bullseye lantern and kind of shine it through the doorway. The light from the lantern does not uh, penetrate the darkness of the doorway. It just seems to illuminate this kind of inky blackness uh, that almost seems to swirl just past uh, your eyesight, just past where your vision reaches. It, it seems like there's some kind of movement happening there that you just can't quite make out. I would like to investigate. Are you going to investigate the darkness? Yes. Uh, yes. You're investigating the darkness? I want to investigate the darkness! Uh. He's also got dark vision, so, you Right, know. but, yeah, the dark vision is not penetrating this inky, swirly blackness. That's uh, true. It's probably magical. Before you go in, I'm going to cast dancing lights, but I'm going to have them converge together so they'll almost be like a medium-sized humanoid shape glowing in front of you and I'll have it move with you. Little glow man? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. It dances a little bit, Mm -hmm. obviously. Mm -hmm. Like, think like Groot. Yeah, I like it. Um, I rolled a 13 on the dice, so uh, 19 total investigate as I'm looking, like, through the door. I don't want to I don't want to get into physical contact with the the swirly blackness quite yet. I just want to see what I can see through the door and around the door and uh, in that little vicinity as the dancing lights move forward. You can see walls uh, along the side of the corridor as as if a a corridor would naturally extend into that direction. But they extend into the darkness before you would expect that to happen. So if this were a normal cavern with a normal light, you would expect to see further than this darkness is allowing you to see. Uh, Something is um, limiting your field of view here, your uh, ability to see through the darkness. And does the glow man disappear as he enters the darkness? Are you, Talia, are you sending it further out past Max that way to see what... Yes. Yeah, he, he kind of, like the darkness almost seems to envelop him and then he, you you no longer see those lights. No. Let's pull him back, pull him back. All right, bringing him back. He emerges from the darkness. So we can see exactly where this darkness starts and stops. Yes. Through the use, through the use of these dancing lights. Yes. Um, all right, so I will turn and I will look at the Countess and I will say, Countess, can you dispel magic? I'm looking, I'm flipping through my spell book as we, as, as you were doing that and um, unfortunately, it does not look like I have that ability. Hmm. All right. Um, is Max wearing the is Max wearing the ring right now? I'm not wearing it. I have it in my okay. on my person, but I'm not wearing it. Mm. Um, I see where your head's at, though. Uh, Max will slip the ring on. <laughs> is it uh, like Lord of the Rings? Do I now see into another dimension? Am I ascendant? <laughs> you do not. It is oh. It is not like the Lord of the Rings. It is like the Hobbit, and this has become terribly boring. All right. Uh, <laughs> fortune favors the bold, so uh, Max is going to step forward and, and reach out into the darkness. Uh, your hand enters the darkness, and it feels like you feel like a cool sort of envelopment of your arm. Uh, but no pain or discomfort. I would like to um, slide to the right and make sure that my hand is touching the wall and move forward into this hallway. And uh, I want to see how far I can get um, relying on feel to try to go through this darkness. Uh, So sort of like two steps into the darkness and the wall that you had your right hand against kind of just disappears. And as it disappears, you step out into not light, but but kind of like lantern light, street light. Oh. And you find yourself in Skullport. Interesting. Uh, and does it look uh, like a busy street, um, you know, or, you know, populated? Would people notice that I just came through this portal? You can hear the sounds of activity, but you are in kind of like a a, uh, cliffside alcove almost. 
Um, you're you're not in the city. You see the city sort of uh, arrayed out before you. Um, Got it. Yeah, you're in a very secluded area. Uh, no one has noticed your your sudden appearance. I will return to the group and pull them forward with me. Yeah, so you turn around and you find a, a, a door very similar to the one, um, except with like kind of like mushrooms and cave growth all around it. Uh, and so the next time we play, we will be playing in Skullport. Gilly uh, looks over at Max then looks back at the rest of the group and fist pumps. Yes. Cue the music. We had this whole breakfast club scene thing planned, but I didn't want to get taken down because of copyright issues with that song. So uh, just imagine, if you will, that that song started playing as Gilly jumps into the air with his freeze frame fist in the air, much like Judd Nelson. Not that we are anything like the breakfast club. Maybe we are. Who knows? I don't know. What do you think? You let me know. Hey, it's Jason, uh, your producer and also Max the Goblin Detective. You may not know this, but if you are listening on Wednesday, January 30th, when this show first comes out, it's my birthday today and I'm in Disneyland. I hope that you are enjoying the show. Thank you so much for listening. As always, thank you, thank you, thank you. We really appreciate everyone who listens, everyone who plays along on Twitter and on Instagram and everything like that. Thank you for following us. Thank you for listening to the show. And as always, huge thanks to Tabletop Audio for allowing us to use all of their awesome sound effects and music. I think that it makes a real difference. I think that we sound really awesome because of it. So if you like them, go check them out. All of their stuff is free to use. And if you want to chip in, you can jump in on their Patreon. I believe that three bucks a month is all you need to have access to all the different alternate tracks that Tim produces for all of the different things. So check it out. TabletopAudio.com. Super awesome for any of your tabletop gaming needs. Next week, we're going to be back with another short rest, and then we head to Skullport. I'm going to have to change the intro. They call it the Port of Shadows. Anyway, that's going to do it for me. Again, thank you for listening. Please like, subscribe, and share us with your friends. Word of mouth is our best advertising right now, so let your friends know that you enjoy the show, and maybe they will too. That's going to do it for me. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned next time for more mystery. The Adventure They Wrote podcast is copyright 2018 AdventureTheyWrote.com and is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivative Works 4.0 International License. That means that you can share it, and we really encourage that, but you can't make any changes to it, and you're not allowed to charge for it. If you have any questions, visit creativecommons.org.